Today is Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. GOP subpoenas Biden's personal finances and gets them. James Comer now knows the source of the Biden family criminal cash. $100 billion wiped off U.S. banking market in a single day, as former White House advisor calls it, the tip of the iceberg. Did China crash Silicon Valley Bank? Is this fourth generational warfare? And presidential candidate Vivek Ranswamy joins the show, our first ever presidential candidate on The Benny Show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. A lot of energy for this morning, a lot of energy for freedom. And that's why I love people from my home state of Florida, free people that are engaging in free activities that are brewing some of the freest coffee in America. Brutal awakening dark roast, ladies and gentlemen, from Blackout Coffee. Now, I have been criticized for drinking out of a red Solo cup. In fact, the owner of Blackout Coffee, John Santos, who brews his coffee just north of here in Florida, says he's going to send me some more ma- a more manly cup. So we look forward to that. We like having a manly muscular studio here. And so maybe we do need to ditch the red solo cup. But ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I drink blackout coffee is one, I got to bring the energy every single morning. I got to bring the energy for you. I got to make sure that I am pumped and hyped and ready to go. And we got a lot of wood to chop on this show. But more importantly, blackout coffee aligns with my values. Blackout coffee is a company that is patriotic. They have conservative values at their core. That is why I 100% personally recommend Blackout Coffee. This is a coffee company that is 100% committed to America. They roast their beans in America. They are made here in America and inside of the great state of Florida. So please support a small business and go to blackoutcoffee.com backslash Benny and use the coupon code Benny for 20% off your order. Stop giving your money to woke companies, especially woke coffee companies that don't care about you. Stay true to your values. Blackoutcoffee.com backslash Benny, a great Florida company, a great American company. Ladies and gentlemen, people who are not for this country, people who are not for America, is the Biden family. It is now officially confirmed. We have the Biden finances. James Comer made an announcement this morning that he is now officially obtained from Bank of America. It's called a SAR, S-A-R, Suspicious Activity Report. Now we know why these reports were being dinged for the Biden family. We know 150 suspicious activity reports. Now, how do you get a suspicious activity report? Well, if I'm going to buy something for my studio, let's say a piece of camera equipment or a prop or something, right? Flag I'm going to throw. If I'm going to buy something for my studio, blackout coffee, for instance, that's not going to be suspicious at all in my finances. The people who are tracking big purchases for my show or my company are going to say, oh, yeah, Benny bought some camera equipment. He bought some stuff back here. We've got some firearms. We've got football. We, Benny bought a neon sign. They're not going to this is not going to be suspicious at all. This is going to be normal line of business. I work in media. This is part of media. Now, if for some reason, Voldemort Zelensky were to put one hundred million dollars in my bank account. Then my bank would suddenly say, ah. Wait a second. They'd go to the feds and they'd go, hey, we are uh, we have an obligation to bring you this report and say, hey, wait a second. Something really wrong is happening here with Benny's finances. This ain't right. What Benny's doing. Something's wrong with this guy. He this is not doesn't make any sense. Why is Voldemort Zelensky, professional actor and comedian uh, and embezzler of American cash giving Benny all this money? You should look into this. And the feds create a report inside the Treasury 
They start asking questions and they come after me if I've been doing something fraudulent or illegal. And that is what is happening right now. There are 150 suspicious activity reports for the Biden family. Now, you will go through your entire life without getting one of these. Most Americans, hundreds of millions of Americans never get a single one of these. And the Biden's got 150. What does that tell you? And let me let me give you a spoiler alert here. What the Bidens do is sell the brass on the Titanic. They assume they made a hedge as a family. A lot of hedges going on around here, and they're very bad ones. They made a hedge as a family that America was over, that our empire was over, and the American century was over. They made that hedge with their crony European allies, Middle Eastern allies, and Chinese allies. And then they decided to start selling the brass on the Titanic. They knew the ship was going to go down. And I'm not saying it is. I wholeheartedly believe in America, and I believe in a second American century, and I'm fighting for it. But ladies and gentlemen, the Bidens are actively trying to put holes inside of the ship. They are putting explosives in the walls of our vessel. And how are they doing that? They are selling our natural resources to the Chinese. And what we learned from this suspicious activity report, ladies and gentlemen, is that the Bidens succeeded in getting multi-millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party in order to sell out America. Now, this may come as old news, but there is a really special thing hidden inside of this, a ninja star that is going to absolutely blow your mind. There's a mystery third member of the Biden family that's getting paid out by the Chinese. Who is that person? What was this rigged game? We're going to break it all down here. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle up. Watch. Fox News has learned the panel is already receiving documents from the bank that have, quote, opened new avenues of investigation about the Biden family's business. The top Democrat on the committee says Republicans are conducting a roving inquisition of a private citizen. So what is this private citizen? Who is this brand new person who's getting paid off by the Chinese? You got to go to the source. Friend of the show, James Comer, who's in charge of this investigation, saying a new mysterious Biden family member is getting paid up. Is this the connection that we've been looking for? Ladies and gentlemen, James Comer in his own words. Two weeks ago, Sean, I subpoenaed a bank for records for three different former Hunter Biden business associates. Uh, one of those associates in particular was Rob Walker. Uh, we got his account. We confirmed that that account uh, around two months after Joe Biden left the office of vice president, received a $3 million wire from two individuals directly associated with the Chinese Communist Party. The very next day after that wire was received, uh, the Walker account started transferring money into three different Biden family members' accounts, including a new Biden family member that's never before been identified as someone being involved in the influence peddling scheme. So this is very uh, serious information that we've received, very troubling information. It does show a pattern that uh, the Biden family was receiving money directly from China. And the question I have, Sean, is what were they doing in return for that money? It is not normal. Don't let them lie to you and gaslight you and tell you that this is normal behavior for a president of the United States and his family. As soon as Joe Biden was out of the VP office, as soon as Joe Biden was out from under Barack Obama's tutelage, then Joe Biden immediately 
ordered his family to start hoovering up money from all over the planet, selling out the parts of the American ship that was still worth anything, our energy supply, our national secrets, the classified information that Joe Biden, sticky fingered, had gotten out of his presidential, vice presidential office. Ladies and gentlemen, we now know that this was a full on crime family syndicate and there is a new Biden name that is going to be brought to bear on this. And there's been a lot of focus by Republican investigators on the new Biden family member. Who is this mysterious Biden family member? Take a listen. Said another name popped up. Whose name is that? Are they a relative directly tied to the family? Well, they're a Biden. Uh, I'm not going to disclose that new name because that uh, really changes things because uh, what we assumed was this was just about the president's son and two brothers. But now there's a new name that's emerged. So and and they are a Biden. So we've got a problem here uh, with respect to trying to determine what exactly this family was doing uh, to to receive okay. these okay. transactions from China. This is important. And I think every American should be concerned about that. Yeah, I, this I is get an it. issue of national security. Okay, shut up, Bill Hunter. Like, what, why, why are you pushing the guy? This is the biggest story in American history. I'll tell you who the Biden family member was. It was Jill. It was Jill Biden. Jill Biden has keys cut for the House of Sweden. Oh, we'll get there in just a second. The House of Sweden. Jill Biden had keys cut so that she could get into these offices. They were funneling money through Dingbat Jill. And this is why Jill is on a full PR tour right now. They know that the new name that's going to drop is going to be Jill. And that is why Democrats are having an apoplectic seizure freaking out that Republicans are finally over the target. Democrat Jamie Raskin is literally on life support right now over these revelations. They know the Biden Bidens were a criminal enterprise. They knew that the Democrat Party essentially ran uh, the entire faculty lounge at your local liberal arts college for president in 2020. You remember Elizabeth Warren? Remember Bernie Sanders? Remember Kamala Harris running for president? It was a clown car show. Pete Buttigieg was trying to be president of the United States, run against Donald Trump. And Donald Trump was going to clobber all of them. They went to a machine state of South Carolina in order to stem the tide of Bernie Sanders. Ladies and gentlemen, they knew that Bernie was most likely going to lose to Donald Trump. America's not going to elect an old, dusty communist. But they got an older and dustier communist in Joe Biden. And now Democrats are losing their minds. They knew Joe Biden was flawed and they knew where his flaws were. Joe Biden had his own vice presidency flagged by Barack Obama. What? One of the weird, like, pseudo heroes in all this is that Barack Obama's own administration was flagging Joe Biden for these weird financial transactions. The State Department said, yo, Hunter Biden's doing all this business in Ukraine. We can't figure it out. Something's wrong with this guy. Democrats know exactly what they sold to the American people. They know the fraud that they've committed, and they know the guilt of the Biden family. That's why they behave like this. Watch Jamie Raskin. If he doesn't come out on record... I am uh, providing the fact. You're just going to you. just bury all of this, man. So Jamie Raskin is saying that Rob Walker, who you just heard saying we're going to bury all of us to Tony Bobolinsky, that that guy is not part of this. Why are you going after Rob Walker? 
Well, you asked too many questions, Jamie. You're asking too many questions. And the people are now starting to sing. These canaries are singing, baby, and that coal mine is full. Tony Bobulinski was the first man to come out against the Bidens on Tucker Carlson's show. And Tony Bobulinski came out and said, 10% for the big guy is Joe Biden. Remember. I didn't generate that email. James Gilliard generated that email. And in that email, James Gilliard goes through intimate detail of what each individual's requests were from a compensation perspective and how the equity in the enterprise would be divvied up. Very important. May 13th, that email was generated by somebody else to me. In that email, there's a statement where they go through the equity. Jim Biden's referenced as you know, 10% doesn't say Biden, it says Jim. And then it has 10% for the big guy held by H. I 1,000% sit here and know that the big guy is referencing Joe Biden. Um, it's That's crystal clear to me because I lived it. I met with the former vice president in person multiple times. And I had been meeting and talking with Hunter Biden and, and uh, Jim Biden and Rob Walker and James Gilly. So here's the question in every single crime, the cover-up. The cover-up. Who's trying to hide what? Qui bono, the Latin, somebody who speaks Latin would say. Qui bono, who benefits here? Why are you trying to hide the money, Joe? We're going to answer that question on this show. James Comer asking the correct question. Why are you trying to hide the money? This is the only question you need to ask in a situation like this. What are you trying to hide? Ladies and gentlemen, James Comer is asking those correct questions. And now that we know that the Biden finances and coffers have been filled with Chinese dollars, it's time to begin the narrative of what exactly are you hiding? James Comer. Well, we've had a very good two weeks, Maria. We are finally having people cooperate with us. I think we all know the Biden administration stonewalling. Janet Yellen Yellen is stonewalling, not turning over the the bank violations. But fortunately, since we've last spoken, we actually have bank records in hand. We have individuals who are working with our committee. Uh, In the last two weeks, we've met with either these individuals personally or with their attorneys. Uh, And that would be four individuals who had uh, ties in with the Biden family on their various schemes around the world. So now we have in hand documents that show just exactly how the Biden family was getting money uh, from the Chinese Communist Party. And, and I will tell you, it's as bad as we thought, Maria. It's very concerning. And, and in a way, I, I'm kind of glad that the, the Biden attorney, Abby Lowell, and the Biden administration has been stolen us because when I requested that information two weeks ago versus today because of what we have in hand now, uh, we have a lot stronger case in court for why we need these documents that the Biden family's withholding and that the government's withholding. So they have unintentionally helped our case in our quest to, to get these documents to where we can uh, give the American people the truth and the transparency that they deserve uh, yeah. out of the, their leadership in Washington. Joe Biden is having his defense put up by incompetent lawyers. They are actually assisting in Republicans efforts to accrue Joe Biden's personal documents. Joe Biden has no legal standing to hide these documents from the American people. And that's why Biden's lawyers are quitting. Did you know this? This was just snuck into the news last week. Hunter Biden's criminal defense attorney quits 
among unease and dissent. Ladies and gentlemen, Hunter's high-priced criminal defense attorney, Joshua Levy, has quit the First Sons legal team amid an environment of unease and dissent. Among the four-lawyer legal team, Levy's departure came after an addition of Abby Lowell, who was also on Hunter's team and was hired in December. The congressional probe into wire fraud and money laundering is ongoing, but they can't figure out how to defend this guy because he is, by definition, indefensible. That's why Merrick Garland, the man who is essentially the muscle behind Joe Biden's legal defense, is saying he's not going to stop the prosecution. Garland will not stop prosecutors from going after Hunter Biden. And what will he do for Joe Biden? We'll see. We're in uncharted waters here. These are bad omens, ladies and gentlemen. We're just putting the breadcrumbs together for you. And it gets worse. Joe Biden's own business partners are cooperating here. Now we have Eric Schwerin, who is the money man. Always follow the money. Who is the money man who is now cooperating? Now, Hunter Biden has a bad relationship with this guy. F. Eric Hunter plotted to betray key family business partner who is cooperating with the GOP now. It is revenge time on the Biden family. Revenge time. And ladies and gentlemen, these people have so many skeletons in their closet. It looks like, uh, I don't know, an absolute and total haunted house, house of horrors, the haunted mansion. You open up the closet and they just keep falling out. And you're amazed that like the skeletons are sitting there like with the, the, the actual murder weapons and their DNA and the chronology of the crime written on them. It's the easiest crime in American history to figure out. They've literally left voicemails to each other talking about their crimes. You can listen to Hunter Biden describe his crime. Have a listen. I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling, but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, found it. It is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing, who was my partner. He was missing since I last saw him in his $58 million apartment and signed a $4 billion deal to build the largest LNG port in the world. And I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York, from the U.S. Attorney himself, my best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me. In a criminal case, and my father, without telling me. Have you ever heard that recording before? You ever heard it? We're going to try and play it every single show. We're going to try to play it once a show. The great ALX, the Lord, my executive producer, let's play that once a show. We need to remind people, in his own words, Hunter Biden admitted to being a criminal conspirator with the Communist Chinese Party, the spy chief of China, and that his dad was all in on it. You don't need 
You don't need nothing more than that. There's your bloody glove and your bloody knife and your gun and your map and your DNA. You don't need it. And we have the receipts. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the House of Sweden. Just so that you know, they try and bury you in sort of the chronology and tautology of these mysterious crimes. They're not really that mysterious. Let's break them down. The House of Sweden is a fancy office building in Washington, D.C. You're seeing its website right now on your screen. This is the uh, fancy little waterfront office building, one of the most expensive office buildings in America, actually. Uh, It's right on the waterfront in Georgetown. Very pretty little building. And this is the office that Joe Biden and Jill Biden and Hunter Biden shared with the spy chief of China. Okay, so forget all the Penn Biden Center crap like they literally shared an office with the communist Chinese. Now, why would they share an office with the communist Chinese? Well, because CEFC was doing business with the Bidens. What is CEFC? Don't get bogged down in the acronyms. I'll explain it to you. It's very simple. CEFC is think about them as like ExxonMobil, as like a big oil company, Chevron. They're China's Chevron. The Bidens didn't do business with American oil companies. They went directly to Chinese oil companies. CFC is a Chinese conglomerate company. It was among the largest companies in China. But it was declared bankrupt after a little bit of operation, failed to obtain bank bank loans, fuel its aggressive expansion. And that aggressive expansion was supposed to be run by the Bidens. The Bidens were supposed to sell this oil company our oil, our American petroleum. That was the role. That, that, that's what I mean when I say they stripped the brass off the Titanic. They're taking our natural resources and selling it to this oil company. So now headlines like this make sense. Hunter Biden's $49,000 rent to Joe Biden exactly matches the deposit for an office he shared with a Chinese energy company. You may recall that Hunter Biden paid his dad $50,000 in rent. What the hell is that all about? For his dilapidated old uh, clapboard pond scum mansion there with the geese hollering outside that he stashed away all of his uh, old Corvette and his documents classified in, classified documents gathering sort of the oil under the old Corvette there in Delaware. This is very curious. Hunter Biden's monthly rent of $49,000 matches the rental deposit on a house of Sweden related to the Biden family business venture with the infamous CEFC China Energy Company. Hunter's $49,000 deposit also matches the amount of money that he logged on a 2018 background check document unearthed by the New York Post Miranda Devine. So what happened here? This deal with the Chinese went south. The rent due, the deposit due back to the Bidens was $50,000. And so Hunter Biden just laundered it through his father. That's what happened here. Hunter Biden laundered the amount that he got after the House of Sweden deal collapsed, the literal smoking gun for their business with the communist Chinese. It collapsed. And so Hunter Biden just went and illegally laundered that money through his dad's home, saying that he was renting it. (laughs) I wish criminals were like Batman criminals, like from the 1960s, like the, the Joker and the Penguin. And like the comically large bombs and stuff, they, they were they were smarter criminals than the Bidens. Let's jump over to Ukraine here, ladies and gentlemen. Why are they so nervous about handing over the Biden finances and these SAR reports, suspicious activity reports? Why? Well, you've heard us talk about Kolomoisky before. 
but it's important to bring him back up. Kolomoisky is the Ukrainian oligarch who essentially funded all of the Biden business ventures in Ukraine. What do I mean by that? He's a Ukrainian oligarch. He run, ran something called Privat Bank. Kolomoisky is a guy who, just like most corrupt Eastern European nations, just ran everything. He ran Bursama. He hired Hunter Biden. And he is the guy who put pressure on Joe Biden to fire the prosecutor that was investigating him. This was what he was getting out of the deal. Now, he also ran one of the largest, the largest bank in Ukraine called Privat Bank. And so what you're going to find, mark my words, when Republicans get their hands on all these suspicious activities reports, these SAR reports, they're going to see these massive donations from Privat Bank to the Bidens. What is that? That's Ukrainian dirty money in order to rig what's going on in Ukraine. That was the muscle that they were buying, ladies and gentlemen. That was the muscle that they were buying. We have done our research. We know where these bodies are buried. How Hunter Biden's interests overlapped with a banned Ukrainian oligarch. This is from 2021, just three months into the Biden regime. But check it out. Kolomoisky had a controlling interest in Bursama. They paid Hunter Biden $50,000 a month, reportedly. Emails from 2015 published by the New York Post show that Kolomoisky's protege met with Joe Biden. Huh? Wait a second. So Kolomoisky had a Ukrainian hatchet man, greaseball, probably tracksuit wearing greaseball, come schlep into the vice president's office and meet with Joe Biden. How do we know that? Because he wrote thank you notes on his laptop. Look, dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. for giving you an opportunity to meet your father and spend time together. It's really nice and an honor and a pleasure. This meeting happened right before Joe Biden demanded the firing of a Ukrainian prosecutor and held up $1 billion in Americans' loans. Now you know it. Now you know it. Now, now you know what it is. And luckily, ladies and gentlemen, we have them on tape. This is what a lot of people don't get. This is, the, 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 this is why you watch The Benny Show, because we have such a great research team. We have found Joe Biden on tape talking about this specific oligarch and talking about this specific transaction in Ukraine. Does it all make sense now? Listen to Joe Biden literally discuss getting this guy fired. Literally discuss his son's business dealings in Ukraine. It, it boggles the mind. How stu- It really is idiocracy. We really, really are led by the dumbest criminals in human history. Watch. Let me ask you one thing before I forget. Privat Bank. Um, uh, I understand uh, the uh, the uh, the governor of the bank is uh, is tentative about setting a date certain for the transition to take place. And I'm being told secondhand that I don't know this is her position for sure that she is unsure of a date until she gets an agreement from you. I told. Here's what I've told them. I told them to get back to her and set a date, and I would talk to you about the date, um, because this is getting very, very close. What I don't want to have happen, I don't want Trump to get in a position where he thinks he's about to buy onto a policy where the financial system is going to collapse and he's going to be looked to to pour more money into Ukraine. That's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the detail. So anything you can do. Okay, so 
ladies and gentlemen, that's Joe Biden recorded surreptitiously. Joe Biden did not know he was being recorded. We still don't know the source of that recording. It was dropped during the 2020 election to show you exactly how corrupt Joe Biden is. Here he is talking about Donald Trump, who won in 2016, of course, and Trump was about to take office. And here's Joe Biden burying the bodies, trying to hide the evidence, trying to get Ukraine to take over this bank where all of the evidence is of his family's corruption. Now, thankfully, on each bank transactions, there are two ends. And we have our end here. They may have bought Ukraine lock, stock and barrel in order to cover their misdeeds. But there are suspicious activity reports that Republican Congress, James Comer specifically, are getting and they are going to show the criminality of the Biden family. They are going to show why Joe Biden, of all people, was so obsessed with Privat Bank. This is Joe Biden at the end of the this is at the end of the Barack Obama. This was when Donald Trump was about to be inaugurated. This is the day before Donald Trump's inauguration. Joe Biden is on the phone, panicked, screaming at the president of Ukraine that you've got to cover up this bank. You got to take over this bank. You got to get this Kolomoisky billionaire like in shackles somehow. Give him the Andrew Tate treatment. Lock him up. Cover up our crimes. They're so stupid. It's always the cover up that gets the criminals. So let me ask you, ladies and gentlemen, has Joe Biden lied to you? Is this the most? Of course he has. And he does it every single day. The good book says that Satan's native tongue is lying. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden is a liar. Like many in Washington. But is there anything more effusive and more telling than this specific lie that Joe Biden told when he was running for president, when he was asked by Peter Ducey, straight down the barrel of the camera, do you have business relationships with your son, Hunter? Now, based on everything that we just presented to you, the demonstrable empirical evidence, it is obvious, of course, watch this reptilian, truly depraved, mutant level of blackness in Joe Biden's soul. Everything you think about, you know about Joe Biden is a lie. Everything he's been told is a lie. He's a dirty old man. He's filthy. He stole another man's wife. Watch him stare right at Peter Ducey and not only lie, but do the wrap up smear on Trump. No, this is about Trump. The most incriminating piece of evidence perhaps we have on video of Joe Biden. Go. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business. And so how do you know? Oh, yeah, here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question. Why is he on the phone with a foreign leader? trying to intimidate a foreign leader, if that's what happened. That appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. Mr. Biden, okay, you've never spoken to your Pardon son. Are impeached for this? Depending on... Do you hear it? Ask the right question. 
the hubris of these people. Their pride shall be their downfall. It's promised. It's been promised. Their pride shall be their downfall. And it's happened to kings and princes throughout all times, corrupt leaders. And you are beginning to see the slow motion train wreck and collapse of the Biden regime, along with the collapse of the American economy, perhaps, which is at hand as Joe Biden begins to collapse our banking system. Ladies and gentlemen, collapsed Silicon Valley Bank was in deep with Chinese banks and companies. This is a great question that we have here. This is from the Financial Times. Did the Chinese collapse Silicon Valley Bank? Is this some fifth generational kinetic warfare? Silicon Valley Bank was especially popular among Chinese biotech groups operating between the U.S. and China, according to Financial Times. Silicon Valley Bank has left many Chinese funds and tech startups in the lurch as it collapsed institutions that served as a key funding bridge between the groups operating between China, China and the U.S. Let's, I mean, let's stop for, let's, let's halt for a second and ask, should that even be happening here? Should we be funding Chinese biotech firms? That seems a little wrong. I don't know, pandemic anyone? Silicon Valley Bank, abrupt takeover by U.S. regulars on Friday, cast doubt on its fate for Chinese ventures, which maintained separate balance sheets, total asset of $3 billion. Wow. The run on Silicon Valley Bank happened so quickly with $42 billion leaving the bank's coffers on Thursday uh, that the time decision makers in China were waking up on Friday morning, learning that, hey, yo, their money's all gone. But guess what? Guess what? The $10 billion? For a Beijing-based company that tried to get its money out? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you just paid for it. Isn't that great? You're bailing out China! Isn't that beautiful? You are, yourselves, bailing out the Chinese as Joe Biden pushes for these billions of dollars to leave American taxpayer coffers. And don't believe the lies. You're paying for this and going straight into Beijing hands for biotech firms, because what could possibly go wrong? Taxpayers are on the hook for the bank bailout that could even fund bankers' bonuses. Fed's new $25 billion loan scheme for troubled institutions is a huge risk to the government. Ladies and gentlemen, taxpayers are on the hook, and in just a moment, Vivek Ranswamy will be joining our show. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Massey is going apoplectic on this saying, no, don't believe the lies. The Bidens are using your money to once again bail out the Chinese. Massey, ladies and gentlemen. And, the, you know, to your point in your monologue about Biden saying, oh, well, this won't cost the taxpayers anything. I'll rate that as mostly not true if things get worse, because what they're doing is they insured everybody under $250,000, all the depositors, and, and premiums were paid into that account. But what Biden is going to do right now at the FDIC, they're going to take all of that money they've saved up to protect the $250,000 depositors and spend it on the $10 million depositors. They're basically going all in on the first two or three banks. And they're saying, trust us, this is better than just making the small guys whole. Okay, so this is getting very curious. So apparently Gavin Newsom's wife, has ties to this bank, Jennifer Newsom, Silicon Valley Bank ties. Silicon Valley Bank was closed on Friday. Uh, but Jennifer Newsom, who is Gavin Newsom's wife, uh, she sits on their board. They were also partners with some of her uh, dumb projects throughout California. Uh, Jennifer Newsom and her connection to the bank 
is making people ask, did Gavin Newsom actually try and collapse this bank in order to hurt Joe Biden? What's going on here? Are the Chinese collapsing this bank in order to hurt Joe Biden? Is this revenge for what they see as Joe Biden hurting them with these brand new revelations in Congress? What is happening right now? And what does this mean for you? What does this mean for banking integrity uh, in this country? And what does it mean for our economy going forward? It seems like we are on deeply shaky economic ground here. I've never seen bank runs in my lifetime. I've never seen bank collapses in my lifetime. Something that my uh, great grandparents would talk about. 1920s, bank collapses, bank runs, people standing in line, wondering if they're going to get their money. What kind of world are we building? And more importantly, uh, what kind of financial system do we currently have right now? How corrupted and rotted is it? We couldn't think of anyone better to answer these questions than Vivek Ranswamy, who is running for president, who's a very smart individual, is the scion of anti-woke capital and has been just absolutely dead on on this issue, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the show Vivek Ranswamy. Vivek, thank you for so much for being on the program. We deeply, deeply appreciate you coming on, especially in this current time. Perhaps you can shed a little bit of light on this issue. It seems like a bailout of the elites. And the way that my audience looks at it, and if you check the comment section, people are screaming, why did it take months for the federal government to act in East Palestine where you literally poisoned everyone's water and they're acting immediately at light speed, at the speed of light in order to save billionaires in Silicon Valley. Just on its face, it seems uh, America first versus America last. Maybe I'm wrong. You are making a really valid point there, but let me just explain what's happening because the other side is an expert at playing verbal jujitsu, creating the smoke screen that we got to pierce through. So what they will say is, this is not a bailout. Okay, this is not a bailout because Silicon Valley Bank and its shareholders failed. Bogus. You don't know what happened? This bank had a bunch of Silicon Valley tech companies that were banking there, some of which made horrendous decisions like Roku, putting nearly half a billion dollars on deposit at this bank. That is a reckless dereliction of duty and due diligence and diversification. And by the way, Chinese biotech firms at that. So what, what is this a bailout of? It's not a bailout of Silicon Valley Bank. It is a bailout of Silicon Valley itself. Because those firms should have lost the money. We have one set of rules for the rest of Americans, which is including the ones who live in East Palestine, which is $250,000 in a bank. You're insured up to that. But above that, you lose your money. But what these guys said is, no, 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 no. Even though for years we lobbied for special regulations for Silicon Valley Bank that said we got to take these special risks because we weren't systemically important so that the government would have to save us. Last weekend, they completely changed course and said, no, 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 there's going to be a bank run in America unless you save Silicon Valley's startups, which, by the way, they say are the engine of innovation in America. And what do they get from President Biden? They get that bailout. Guess who's President Biden's big donor base? That Silicon Valley base as well. And as you know, I'm running for president. I will tell you this personally, just lift the curtain a little bit. I got multiple calls from multi-billionaire types in Silicon Valley worried about the kinds of things that I was saying over the weekend. I wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal criticizing the possibility of a bailout even before it occurred. They were worried. They're saying, no, 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 Vivek, you got it wrong. And they were throwing spaghetti against the wall from these are the innovative companies to there's going to be a bank run on Monday morning, fear mongering. 
and you know what? Many of them told me I would have been supporters of you, but I can't support you now. You lost my support over this. Well, if I'm going to lose the support of billionaires, so be it. Maybe that makes me less likely to win the presidency. I don't know. I'm in a position where I don't have to actually beg donors with a tin can. But it revealed to me why so many Republicans are also gentle around this issue, right? Hmm. Many of them are dancing around this very carefully because they too, like the Democrats, are beholden to much of the Silicon Valley donor class. And so what happened was they wrote a separate set of rules after the fact that said, if you're one of these tech startups in Silicon Valley, even if it's 400 million that you put in there, you get that money back. And they spun up this narrative, Benny. It was, it, don't fall for this trick. They spun up this narrative saying that this was about small businesses and American workers. No, these are small businesses that just last week were the startups that were going to be trillion dollar companies flush with hundreds of millions of dollars of venture capital. And you know what? Even for their own workers, it's not about them either, because even if you lost a bunch of money due, in a bank due to a bad financial decision, those same venture capitalists can put more money in to make up for it. Now, that sucks for the founders because they would make less money when the company succeeds due to dilution. It's not great for the venture capitalists because they get diluted, too, by the new money. But that's not a basis for a bailout, but they just pawn. They turn these workers into pawns to actually make an argument for what is just cronyism all the way down. And you mark my words, if this had been a no-name oil and gas bank of a middle size in the middle of Oklahoma with oil and gas clients, there is no chance the Biden administration would have stepped in to bail those depositors out. That tells you what's going on. This is corruption. Yeah, I mean, especially uh, for Lunch Pail Joe and the Scranton Scrapper for looking out for the little people, you have a median household income of $41,000 in East Palestine, and these people got nothing. These people got nuked. They got poisoned water from the federal government, and nobody totally. even looked at this. E these environmentalists. No nobody even looked at these people. They didn't yeah, even care. Valley's concern for the American worker was born approximately at like 7 p.m. on last Friday night. <laughs> they needed to spin. I'm, I'm there to tell you this because I saw it. I get these calls myself where they spun up these narratives that this is really about the American worker when, in fact, it is about just looking after their self-interest. And this is, I, this is actually in the first chapter of Woke Inc., the first book that I wrote. The cardinal rule of woke capitalism is you pretend like you care about something other than profit and power precisely to gain more of each. Now, this wasn't strictly a case of woke capitalism, but it's that playbook in different action in the form of cronyism and crony capitalism. They're one of the good guys, Silicon Valley Bank and their clients. That's why they got saved. That's why they get to play according to a different set of rules. And every American should be incensed. And you know what? This isn't a left-wing or right-wing issue. You know, the left led the Occupy Wall Street movement. I think there's room for an Occupy Silicon Valley movement on the back of this. It's going to make a lot of people mad that I'm saying that because you know, I have made, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars more in biotech and in tech and in the kinds of things that have led me to be successful in my life. And I'm proud of that because I think that if you actually build something from scratch and you're creating medicines or, or technology that helps people save people's lives, that's great. But do that by taking risk. And if you take the risk, you face the downside, but you can't have the government backstopping you and bailing you out because the American taxpayers were never going to participate in that billion dollar upside of those other startup founders. But when things went south for them, when they made disastrous financial decisions, and some people should know this, Benny, I was even hearing about startup CFOs of multi-billion dollar startups that did not even know what the deposit insurance maximum was. I mean, what the heck are you doing as the CFO of a $6 billion odd company parking a nine-figure sum at Silicon Valley Bank? And then you're asking, on, literally, this is on Saturday, wait, what's the deposit insurance threshold? That kind of bad behavior and poor risk management should not be rewarded, yet that's exactly what Biden does because these are his cronies. That's how this game is played.
I think it's important for people to understand that 95% of the depositors had over the federal insurance limit of $250,000. Now, the average American family has $10,000 in cash reserves. That's the average median American family. So you are really talking the uber rich, the uber wealthy. Some of the richest people on the planet had their money here, and it had billions of dollars, of course, in uh, these unfunded liabilities that were just, uh, just absolutely, totally and completely irresponsible. And you made a wild point that I really wanted to to dig down on here that you believe that some of these bad actors inspired a bank run. Now that blew me away. You said that some of the VC firms essentially wanted a bank run in order to spook politicians to bail out this bank. Now that seems like that seems like a nearly criminal here uh, manipulation. I'm just going to lay out. I'm going to lay out the facts, Benny. I'm really just going to lay out the facts here. And and I'm sorry, it will make your blood boil, okay? So so I hope this doesn't air at night before people go to bed or whatever. I'm not trying to just make people upset here. I'm just laying out facts, hard, cold facts. For years, Silicon Valley Bank and their cronies argued that this bank is not systemically important. Hey, guys, we're not important. We don't matter to the rest of the banking system, and therefore, we get to take different risks than a bigger bank would. That's just who we are. We never expect the government to save us. That would be laughable. Well, get to last weekend, that changes on a dime. What do they start saying? No, 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 no. If these tech startups, venture-backed tech startups, that could go back and raise more capital from those same venture investors, by the way, and the Chinese biotech firms to go with them, if we don't get bailed out, that is going to trigger systemic bank runs in the United States across America. Now, Silicon Valley Bank is so different from those other banks. I wrote about this in the Wall Street Journal on Sunday. So much more of their deposit base is uninsured than of normal banks in America. Mm -hmm. They have the highest concentration of mortgage-backed securities on their investment portfolio, which is Mm -hmm. part of what took a hit. But no, 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 no. They said, no, no, no. If we don't bail out Silicon Valley Bank, that's going to trigger a bank run in America. And they were spinning up and pushing this so hard that stoked fears in America of, guess what, a bank run. Now, why are they doing this? Do they actually want a bank run in America? I don't think they care one way or another if there's a bank run in America. I don't think they're rooting for it or they're rooting against it. They care about one thing. Were they or were they not going to get their money back out of Silicon Valley Bank? Hell or high water. It's not like they wish ill on America, but it's not like they wish well on it either. They don't care. Whatever they need to say to advance their self-interest is exactly what they were going to say. They were calling me. They were calling other people. But this is a mass This was a large scale influence operation. And guess what? It's heavily concentrated for a donor base in both political parties, but especially the Democratic Party and President Biden. Congratulations for playing that game of kudos to those people for mastering the art of cronyism in America. But because it worked, because by Sunday night, before that market opened Monday morning, when there was going to be a bank run in America, what did they get? They got their bailout. Now, I want to make one more point, Benny, because this is actually Mm -hmm. worth observing. I actually argue it in reverse. You want to create fear in America? You want to do a way to do it? Call an emergency meeting on a Sunday night to say that a bank that was previously not deemed to be systemically important is going to be deemed to be systemically important. And you do a weird thing and you backstop it. Guess what? Thinking people, oh, whoa, this some random bank in Silicon Valley with some tech startups took some risks and failed. And that looks different than my bank. That's situation A. Situation B is, wait, Janet Yellen and the Federal Reserve and Joe Biden are getting together on a Sunday night to specifically bail out that bank 
that's now systemically important, which for years everyone said was not systemically important. You want to stoke fear? That's a pretty good way to do it. But they don't care because this was their path to getting paid out. And congratulations to the tech sector in Silicon Valley. They got paid out. As long as they get their take, they could care less. That is how this game is played. And these people have financial incentives. So they get mad when I call this out. I'm not blaming them for following their self-interest. I guess that's what everyone does. But the public shouldn't fall for it. When they see through, they at least have to know what those financial incentives are when they evaluate the noble-minded proclamations of these people who care for American workers as recently as 72 hours ago, but not a second, not, not an iota of a second before that. That's how this game's played. We'll, we'll do a final question here. And then a follow-up. What This seems like to, to be a terrible moral hazard. Like, it, it is. It is. You, so, so what do we do? Bottom line, we'll close on this. I love talking to you, man, so we got to just continue this sometime. But yep. It tells people that bad behavior, do more of it because the government's going to have your back and bail you out again. That is how this game is yeah. played. And this is just the beginning of it. And you know what you need to do? You need to push other Republicans to talk about this because they're scared. They're tiptoeing. I'm not beholden. And, you know, for me, I lost a billionaire donors. Fine. Honestly, people, $1, $5. Let this be a grassroots movement. Vivek2024.com. I put eight figures into this campaign. You put $1, $5. That's what's going to lift this up. Are you for Elon Musk buying this bank? Are you for Elon Musk buying the bank? I have to think about that further. Um, I think it'd be a better solution than the government doing it. So at first blush, I would tell you, yeah, that's a better solution. But anyway, I'll see you, man. Thank you. Thanks, Vivek. We are thankful for Vivek being on the show and couldn't be actually a better booking right now with the bank collapse and with the collapse of the entire American financial system. A hundred billion dollars wiped off the books for banking stocks yesterday. Now, things seem to be stabilizing. We'll see how long that lasts. AI is predicting that uh, the stock market will collapse on the 15th. So we'll, we'll, we'll check in on, uh, on Wednesday and we'll be here for you. Donald Trump was here for people in the state of Iowa yesterday. Donald Trump hitting up Iowa. Now, unlike Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump has announced he's running for president. So a trip to Iowa makes just a ton of sense. Ron DeSantis is now just telegraphing what he's going to do by going to Iowa three days before Donald Trump. Donald Trump was in Iowa talking about cutting funding for woke schools. Donald Trump has been hitting the transgender issue and the woke schools issue really, really hard. This is, of course, very, very smart. This is a major motivator. The party of the parents is what won and flipped the state of Virginia from blue to red, hard blue to now like pink red, a full sweep for Republicans in Virginia in the year 2021 because of parents' issues. If you go in as a advocate for parents, man, you have a good thing going for you. Here's Donald Trump talking about eliminating funding for woke schools. Within hours of my inauguration, I will cancel every Biden policy that's brutalizing our farmers. Every single one. Hey, man, you heard the people there. You heard the people in the Adler Theater. That's Donald Trump in Davenport. Of course, you're in Iowa, so you got to talk about farmers. Here's Trump on farmers. Within hours of my inauguration, I will cancel every Biden policy that's brutalizing our farmers. Every single one. So uh, obviously a very enthusiastic crowd. I'm from Iowa, and so this is Trump country. Ladies and gentlemen, people love Donald Trump in Iowa. People who are from the heartland feel as though they have a champion in the New York billionaire. That's part of the Trump magic, right? Part of the Trump magic is reaching out and making people who feel forgotten, who know they are forgotten, actually, and who are actually forgotten, feel as though they have a champion. 
And so that is the Donald Trump magic. And Donald Trump uh, did that magic in East Palestine, and he was doing that magic yesterday in a Q&A uh, that went 100 percent in Trump's favor. Check it out. You can ask me anything you want. Unlike Biden, you can ask me whatever the hell you want. Go ahead. Do you have a mic? Yeah, go ahead. You could give it to anybody that has a question. Anybody has a question, go ahead, ma'am, please. Go ahead. As a member of Moms for Liberty, yes. uh, parental rights and education are top priorities. Yes. Seems like schools have become indoctrination camps. Okay, question over here. Go ahead, please. Yeah. Mr. President, our farmers are under attack from increased fuel and fertilizers yes. prices. At the same time, we're demonized by Washington and climate life leftists. How do we protect our farmers from the activist EPA and reduce the costs for our Iowa farmers? So you were totally protected two and a half years ago. Hard to believe it's two and a half. We have a year and a half to go. It seems so short now when you had to think in terms of much longer. But you were totally protected like never before. I think you would say like never before. We will bring that back so fast your head will spin Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you heard the first question there. So Donald Trump took questions from the audience. Joe Biden would never. And the first question was about woke schools and woke ideology. And you are seeing now the collapse of the woke. Silicon Valley Bank was part of the collapse of the woke. And so now you're going to see this new battlefront open up and it's going to be glorious. And we're excited about this news. Ron DeSantis, who allegedly is going to be announcing in May his run for president, that is all but assured, has Uh, been making some major strides in Florida. He has now revoked the liquor license of a hotel that hosted a a sexually explicit show for kids. Uh, Yo, that's like, that's good. These are good moves. There needs to be pain. The woke understand a a singular thing, and that is pain. DeSantis administration moves to revoke liquor license from hotel that hosted sexually explicit show for kids. Wow. Republican Florida, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is moving to revoke hotel's liquor license after it ignored a warning and proceeded to host a sexually explicit show with children present. This was at a Miami-based Hyatt Regency, so do not stay at Hyatt Regencies. Ladies and gentlemen, ban Hyatt. If Hyatt is going to push the drag queen Christmas for all ages where performers wore sexually suggestive clothing and prosthetic female genitalia while displaying simulated sexual activity in front of children, according to the administration— Uh, The Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation at the hotel uh, says it will lose its liquor license. Yo, that's that's fighting. Them's fighting words. That's how you do it. Like, listen, there was a lie that was told to our parents. All right. There was a lie that was told to our parents generation, which was that give up your Christian values. Stop pushing for a moral society. Let us become a immoral gray matter morass and everything will be fine because you know if you push christianity on people if you push moralism on people if you push traditional marriage on people if you if you, if you push having kids on people if you push guardrails in society on people well that's just mean you know that's mean spirited and you don't want to do that we don't we don't have an established religion in this country you don't want to do those things that's mean. And, you know, you Christians, you're supposed to be nice, right? And accepting of everything and all things. It's a lie. Was Christ accepting of all things? Of course not. 
He came here to call out behaviors and say sin no more. And if you are performing something sexually explicit for children, uh, that's a bad behavior. and You should be punished for that. Do that to little kids. And Ron DeSantis is doing that. And ladies and gentlemen, the moral morass must, must end. Now is not a time for weak-spirited people. Now is a time for fighters. So good. Republicans are planning on fighting. Republicans have released their first list of 37 Democrats to target for 2024. Way to go. National Republican Congressional Committee Monday has released its list of targets for the cycle. Hopes of growing the slim majority of the House of Representatives, the House Republican campaign arm, has set 37 seats for vulnerable House Democrats. Committees believe that they will be good pickup opportunities for Republicans. I'll say this. And I had this conversation with my wife last night. Uh, my wife like comes down and we're having dinner and she's just like, and we we have two little kids, right? We have an a, we have a ten month old, we have like a two year old, and so we get like exactly five minutes of adult conversation in between like the kids like throwing food in our face or like running around or screaming or wanting to go to the bath, and so in the five minutes of actual conversation, very important five minutes because it's all my wife and I get. She's like, man, that Kevin McCarthy has like actually delivered. Pretty impressed. She really didn't like Kevin McCarthy. She's like, I'm pretty impressed. Kevin McCarthy's actually like shown up. And he has. And we should be very, very thankful that we finally have a fighting class of people in this country because we do not live in a moral morass. Some side is going to win. It's called a cultural war for a reason. Someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. And we've been losers for the better part of 40 years. The better part of 100 years, actually, they've been degrading and clawing away at a moral nation, at one nation under God. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time to draw the line in the sand and say, no, here's where we fight. And also here's where we actually take back land or territory that was lost in this war. That's why I'm proud to be living in the state of Florida. And it's why I'm proud to have this show centered and have a North Star on this show. We always, we always end our show with a Bible verse, the verse of the day from Psalms. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. God is the victory. We do not need to worry or concern or bother ourselves with the imbeciles who run this nation. They are not in control. God is in control. God will be exalted. Be still and know that I am God. Be still. Christ comes as the Prince of Peace. Be at peace and be confident in this knowledge. Order your life correctly. God, family, country. That's how you should order your life. Ladies and gentlemen, then you'll be able to stand tall regardless of the chaos and whirlwind around you as your ancestors have. And you'll be able to say, nope, nope, you're not going to scare me. You're not going to scare me and you're not going to stop me from going about the business of the good Lord on this earth. And that's what we're called to do. We're called to speak truth. And in truth, there is power, and the truth shall set you free. Ladies and gentlemen, we speak truth every single day on this show. My name is Benny Johnson. This has been The Benny Show. See ya.